Hi, welcome to Adams of Earth. This is Ed Massey, and we're talking here with uh, Mr. Adam Marsland. Say hi, Adam. Hello. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm so glad to have you on here because uh, obviously I've been a big fan of yours over the years, and, and uh, I think it's been a long time since I've bumped into you. I think it was like Sacramento, uh, early 2000s with the Chaos Band. You were, I think you were touring then. And We uh, actually rec we recorded a lyric of yours, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that, that you had that contest. Yeah, yeah. I, I still have that in my iTunes. I got I got to yeah. go look that up. I, we Ed dug Matt. that out. We dug that out because before I left the U.S., we did this uh, to to raise some money. Uh, I did this sort of three disc rarities thing, and we found that, oh. and we we stuck it on there. I probably really? owe twenty cents in royalties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pay up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was funny because we. I'd completely forgotten about it, and I'd sent it around to the band, and I said, "Hey, remember this?" So oh, that's pretty great. wild. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was super happy about that, man, and the song sounded great. Thank you so much. Sure, it sounded great. Yeah, so so uh, let's let's talk about what you're doing now first, because I'm I'm kind of excited about this uh, show you have here, um, and uh, you know, Adam walks around, and I've mm -hmm. watched a few of the new episodes, and and. Uh, I, I watched one actually yesterday, and it was the one where uh, it starts off with the camel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the newest one, yeah. <laughs> that silence in the stare just killed me. I, I couldn't stop laughing. And then, and then you yeah. went on to walk to this old uh, amusement park that, yeah. that never took shape. And um, we should say that this all takes place in, in Indonesia. Correct, correct, yeah, not New Jersey. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, the, the, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Go tell us about the show if you can. Um, well, uh, it, it, I guess uh, we should first say that I'm not residing in the United States. Um, about almost two years ago, uh, I left, and I've only been back for a couple of months in that time, and I'm living in Southeast Asia, um, not doing a whole lot of stuff, you know, occasional recording work when I get it, and... Um, I was looking for other ways to spend my time and maybe bring in a little extra, um, you know, a little extra money. So I experimented with doing a blog in my room, just talking about the expat experience. And that was kind of boring. And then somebody suggested, why don't you take a camera outside? And I had that idea before, but you know, the video editing was so labor intensive. It just scared me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have one of the reasons I left the U S is I have, I have some chronic neck and sinus issues that were making work difficult. So I wanted to sort of semi retire for a while to see if I could get rid of them. Right. And uh, so hunching over a computer for a long time, wasn't really that attractive, but uh, when I went out and did it, I, I it was, it was so much more interesting than me talking in my room. And I realized that it was, I have a, a kind of an unusual life over here because most people, when they, they come here, I'm in Cambodia right now, but right. I divide my time between a lot of different countries in Southeast Asia. And, and it's pretty much, what's that? Xin chào. Xin chào. I don't know what it? that means. I think it means hello in uh, oh, Vietnamese. Oh, uh, that's Thai. That's uh, you're right. Sin yeah, that's Vietnamese. Sin yeah, right. That's the only. It's one of the languages I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's one that I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, when I was there. I could only I learned Sin Kaman, which is thank you, and that's about it. Right. Um, but uh, most people when they come to Southeast Asia or most places when they expat. You know, it's a little bit of the flip side of, of what we see in America sometimes when immigrant communities just kind of stay in their own little bubble, you know? Right. And uh, we do that, too, when we go to other countries. Uh, and our, our interactions are a little bit limited uh, with the locals. I mean, obviously, we do interact, but it's it's more kind of like, you know, carry my bags. How much is this? You might have a few local friends or whatever. Um, whereas when I'm over here, I try to get out of. I try to go local as fast as I can. I mean, I don't go completely local. I, you know, I still have air conditioning and, and hot water and <laughs> the things that are considered luxuries over here. So I don't want over there. 
Yeah, I, yeah. And, and <laughs> I, I don't, when I say go local, I mean, there's so many more steps to going local than I have taken that it's a little like saying you're, you're, you're Jimi Hendrix when you could play a little guitar. <laughs> That's you know? right. I don't want, I don't want to overstate that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but I, 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 I try to learn the language. Uh, I, I, I just get into interactions with local people as quickly as I can. Mm -hmm. And I've always had sort of a lack of fear of making a fool of myself. And that has really served me well here because that kind of persona, oh, oh, hang on, sorry. That kind of persona in in America, uh, culturally for me has been a problem. I, I have kind of a quirky personality and people in America, we're a little bit of a fear-based culture. That's something I see very clearly now that I've left. And um, right. so um, if, you know, if I'm interacting with people that doesn't fall into a clearly designated set of known behaviors to them, they are going to get scared. And so I have learned to just completely edit everything I say and do in America, mm-hmm. which is fine, but I got bored with that over time, you know, um, right. especially now that we've become such a partisan and culturally divided country. You, 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 it's like, if you're not doing one thing, you must be doing the other, you know? Right. Right. And, Completely. And, yeah. And, and I also got frustrated with that because to me, there's a, there's a synthesis that has not taken place in our culture where people go, Oh, I have to live with you, even though I don't agree with you. I have to live with you, even though I don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do about it? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, to that, me, that's the, the, that's what's interesting to me is what comes after all this stuff. And so I got very bored and fed up with the U S for a number of reasons. And, mm-hmm. and when I came here, I found that people were not evaluating me in the way Americans do, but they were just going, is this a good guy or not a good guy? Correct. But yeah, you're exactly right. In fact, uh, you know, I spent some time in, in, uh, in Nairobi, in Kenya. Mm. Um, and, uh, I felt that same thing. I, I didn't, I never felt judged at all. All I felt was generosity mm-hmm. and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not a whole lot of butt sniffing going on people, people kind of, uh, if you have a friendly face, they, they tend to approach you. Uh, yeah. Unlike, you know, some, some of the big cities where everyone's just looking down. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I get that's that. very true. I, I mean, the, you know, and I'm, we're rambling off the topic, but you know, mm-hmm. one thing that strikes me every time I come back to Los Angeles is how, you know, you walk down the street and you smile at somebody and they just, their face just locks. You know, mm-hmm. I, I will not smile back at you. And you're made to feel that you, you, you know, because the idea is that you're smiling because this is the culture in the L.A. You must have an agenda. You right. know, I, you must be hitting on me. You must be want to start a conversation so you can get money from me. You know, and and there's some of that here, too. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say that everything's perfect or anything. There's, mm-hmm. all, you know, but. But there, but the cultural expectation is, you know, you smile, people smile back. Oh, okay, you're you're right. not going to kill me. That's the that's the tribal <laughs> meaning of a smile, you know. Um, so yeah, as opposed to being the cultural equivalent of of a panhandler, you know, in Los Angeles, yeah. you, you know, you're treated that way. Uh, I've yeah. met some some good people and some just really uh, really unusual. Um, people as far as far as uh trying to engage someone say on the side of the street when you're waiting across the road and and you see uh and you just see them look straight ahead and i'm thinking wow that's that's different yeah i i that it started to really get to me because it started it started to um well once i left and went to asia and saw how different it was i used to take it really personally Mm-hmm. But when I got back, I just started laughing at it uh, yeah. because it was just like you, you realize how ridiculous this is. This is completely unnecessary. Yeah. You know, uh, it, and it's a sort of a microcosm of to me where our culture has gone. And I, I prefer I mean, I have my political preferences. So do you. Mm-hmm. But when I talk about these things, I prefer to try to t- look at 
what's something that we can talk about that applies to everybody? Right. You know, what's a starting point where we can go, okay, what's going on here? Uh, because we never do that anymore, right? No, we and sure don't. One, and one of the things, excuse me, that I see in America from, from leaving is this, um, this sense of disconnection. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's in their own bubble. And I'm not just talking about political bubbles. I'm talking their mm-hmm. individual bubble, you know, and we don't realize because this is a part of first world living. Um, and unlike some of the European countries, we, we don't have a, a sort of, we don't have a more communal culture. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have the, we have, um, uh, sort of a, 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 the economic privilege, most of us, uh, to have our lives kind of the way we want them. And even if we don't, we're told that's how we should have it. Right. right. And we don't really have to deal with anybody else. And we don't have a lot of social interactions. And in, in fact, I think that's one of the reasons we've become so politically polarized is that's displaced going bowling with people or playing board games with people or whatever. Right. You Great know? point. Yeah. And, and you know, where you kind of go, because I've had to get over this, here, I mean, one of the reasons I left the U.S. was I got issues with everybody, and I didn't want to have bar fights all every every night. You know, even yeah. with people I agree yeah. with, I have issues with reasons why they agree, why I agree with them. You know, and so yeah. you know, if you're if you're out of step with your culture, you, you can't change everything, right? No, um, you're, you're absolutely but, right. Yeah, but here, you know, I'm not in America, so if people have an opinion about American politics or this person, that person. I got to kind of put that in the back because my survival is the first priority here and mm-hmm. having friends I can trust. And if they're, if they have crazy ideas that I think might be crazy, fine, you know, but how are they to me? You know, and that's how our culture used to be uh, yeah. when I was, when I was growing up, you know, I mean, people, you know, people thought stuff and they believe stuff or whatever, but at the end of the day is, you know, is this guy going to help get your car out of the ditch or not? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, um, you know, and, and also, um, uh, I think, I think the whole idea of, of, of what we become, and, and this translates also to the, to the, uh, Kind of the the musical realm too. You'll see you'll see these bubbles in in, uh, in groups and bands, and it's kind of always been there. But but you also notice that uh, uh, the the same frustration you felt when you were living here. Uh, I know I know that you felt that same frustration when you were touring and uh, and just trying to get through to some uh, mm-hmm. door guy or or the, you know the bar manager or the club owner or something. Uh, Hey, look, man. You know, I can't stick around till two p.m. You know, we got to hit the road and get get going here. Especially, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're headlining and you're hanging out after, that's fine. But uh, you, you know, you you're such a bear uh, for the schedule. I, I noticed that that you're so organized when I was bumping into you up there uh, in Sacramento. <laughs> I'm like, man, Adam, you, yeah, you didn't you did you just didn't want to talk. You're like, let's get this <laughs> thing packed, and then maybe we could have a little chit chat afterwards. But uh, yeah. but no, I admire that because because that's that's lacking. That's sorely lacking in in uh, in in sort of the work ethic with musicians nowadays. And 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 uh, and that's neither here nor there. You know, I think that's what we've become as a people. You know, on a grand scale here and. And it's re- it's really sad, and I, and I get why you're comfortable over there, you know. It's you know, and we never talked about the show. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but um, but anyway, so the, the the show Adam walks around like if anyone's still listening, um, <laughs> is a, it's a YouTube show where I basically um, it's sort of a twist on the travel shows, uh, you know, something like Anthony Bourdain would have done, but it's a lot goofier and, and less organized where I basically right. sort of just walk into local areas where tourists don't generally go mm-hmm. and talk to them. Yeah. And situations. That, that sounds very boring, but it's not. No, uh, I, I can assure you <laughs> yeah. it's not, you know, uh, you, yeah. I mean, you even had a chat with a fisherman on the way down to uh, the park there. Oh, he was that, delighted. That was Bali, right? Didn't he have a great voice? I loved oh, his voice. Great. The way he spoke English, it's like my name is Surya. Yeah, like, that was beautiful. 
It's yeah, like he was so, on a white horse or something, you know. But, yeah, uh, he had a great. I would, you know, I would hire him for voiceover. He had a great, yeah, even though he's he was really cool. It was perfect. Um, yeah, you'll have to yeah, check out that show. So here in Southeast Asia, um, there, you know, it, it's not like people are like, um, like in America. I don't know how I would do the show because people would be yeah. like, "Why do you have the camera in my face? And who the hell are you?" Mm -hmm. Uh, but here, people are like, whoa, here comes a foreigner, and he can speak a little of the language. He wants to talk to me. That's interesting. Let's do that, you know, right. because they're not used to having this happen either. They have all these foreigners living around, or sometimes they don't. Sometimes I right. go places where I'm the only white person, you know. Right, um, and, and and they just light up, though. Mostly the girl with the guitar. Do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, really, they really, you know, and that's what's exciting about it is – to, to bring it back to what we were just talking about, you know, I, my work as a music producer was quite isolating, you know, and I used to be very gregarious and I used to play a lot and, and, and I, I don't mind the time in my room, you know, I, I don't mind yeah. being alone, but when it's done, I want to go out and hang out with people. Well, I found in LA for years that it just became impossible because I'm an older guy. So most of my friends are busy with their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's considered very inappropriate for you to it's bordering on creepy for you to mix with people that are still socially active who are a lot younger than you are. You become that um, guy. You become that guy, you know, and, and it's funny because here where that, you know, I mean, it's sort of notorious that that, yeah. that people date people a lot younger than they are. But one one of the things that you come to understand when you're here is there just isn't that sense of separation between generations. Mm -hmm. And our culture, again, didn't used to be that way either. And there are a lot of things that young people benefit from being around older people and vice versa. Right. Um, and so there are, you, you, uh, and I'm not talking about dating here. I mean, obviously that's a byproduct of it and you can feel the way you want about it, but mm -hmm. the actual social mixing, um, you're, you're free here to hang out with people that are of different generations. You're even, you know, there's even one scene in um, one of my shows where there's a lot of scenes with kids, you know, because kids have a lot of um, autonomy to do what mm -hmm. they want to do. You know, they are supervised sort of from a distance, you know, but it's yeah. not complete, you know. But, you know, I walked up to a bunch of kids um, uh, playing with kites. You know, I started asking about the kites and they're all excited. Oh, the kites are like this and hey, and if you did that in the U.S., you know, there'd be someone, there'd be the cops calling while you talk to oh, these yeah, kids. Yeah. The kids would be like, stranger danger, blah, 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 blah. You're registered now. Yeah. And <sighs> and look, the, the the thing is, I don't want to minimize the danger to children here or to mm -hmm. there. I mean, that's a very real thing. And there's a reason we don't do things that way anymore. But the thing that you see is we lose something as well. The right. kids lose, you know, they are safer, but they lose a certain um, intrepid nature that kids right. have. Um, and I'm inspired by the kids over here because they're just like, they'll just walk right up to you and like, hey, you know, they want to talk English. They're curious about you. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the many things that's different here. So to bring it back to my original well, lack point. Lack of real anxiety, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to bring it back to my original point. Yeah. Like, sorry, everybody that's still listening. No, it's um, great because this, this is this really outlines the show and the whole vibe behind the show too. I, yeah, I think. I, you know, when I'm done here and I'm done with my computer, and if the rain stops because it's rainy season here, um, I can walk down the street, and there will be people that that I've made friends with here that will be happy to sit and talk yep. to me and gab for ten or fifteen minutes. Uh, I can go into some places, feel totally welcome. Hey, how you doing? Where everybody knows your name. Or I can just meet somebody new. That is available to varying degrees. It does depend a little from country to country. But that's available most places I go. And there may be some small towns like that in, in the U.S. too. I don't mean to say everything's like L.A. But, it, but even then, you know, if I was mm -hmm. an outsider going into a small town, uh, there would be right. a lot of suspicion, you know, and if I was an outsider going into a big city, there would be a different kind of suspicion. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very difficult to just get up and go out and make friends. 
And here it's easy. You know, I'm, you know, I, I was bored and lonely in the U S for many years and I rarely am here. Mm-hmm. And even when I have a bad day here, it's just the same stuff. Yeah. And you get that feedback too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you get that yeah. feedback, uh, it, it, it's sort of that, you know, it's, it's one level of communication where, where there's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a response, you know, I, I was a counselor for a while and I was part of the, the whole thing is the, the inhale and exhale of communication. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so present over there for you. I, and I could tell, you know, when I'm watching your program that, that, uh, yeah, there is less anxiety and there are, and, and people are more engaging and the smiles are genuine and, and it's, uh, it's, it's not someone's 15 minutes, you know, it's just, Wow, yeah. this is fun, and and they do they do have their big dreams, you know, and you could tell, you know, yeah. what's your Instagram, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's it's really beautiful, and I and I wish we could regain that because I had that as a child, you know, as well. Yeah, you know? well, I think the thing that's very difficult about this, and this is sort of going back to talking about the political polarization mm-hmm. and sort of my relationship to that, is um, being a partisan. Or, or, or any belief system that, that mm-hmm. you ascribe to. And I'm not putting down anybody's beliefs no. or political, you know, but I'm just saying as a general rule, you're given sort of a, a set of ways to look at the world. Mm-hmm. And one thing I have really come to see from being outside the U.S., and I felt this way before I left, but I've really seen it proved out, is that stuff is convenient to one set of people. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is that you believe that you think is the whole the whole world to you, it's not. Right. right. And so, so when you're here, you realize that all all the stuff that all the stuff that we bring to this is not necessarily relevant to the people here. One thing I have learned about our partisan divide is it's completely artificial. Um, liberals are right. Conservatives are right. Liberals mm-hmm. are wrong. Conservatives are wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I right. see that, that proof here every day <laughs> because the world's a complicated place yeah. with a lot of moving parts. And if you choose to look at one segment of it that's convenient to you, that's what you're going to see. Yeah. And here where people have a very different set of needs, um, they're not looking at it the way you are. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I got I, I got hip to this very quickly when I got here because one of the first things I don't even know if I should go here, um, but one of the first things mm-hmm. I had to deal with is, am I one of these creepy middle aged guys that goes to Southeast Asia? <laughs> and the the. In the back of your this, mind the whole you know, time, you know, you know are they thinking this? <laughs> yeah, well, or what, what am I thinking? I mean, I, it's more important to me. Who am I? You know, like right. what's, what's my motivation for being here? And I, it's like I said, I very quickly came to understand that I was asking the wrong question mm-hmm. because I was bringing the, the, the cultural way we look at that into this environment. And the people here care about a different set of stuff. Right. And the, the, the real question for them is, you know, if I if if I if 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 I walk around this culture like it's it's broken glass and I can't touch anything or I must be sensitive all the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, people. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But maybe they want you to buy a T-shirt. You know, right. that's what they want, you know. Right. Uh, or, you know, if I go around and I'm just you know, willy-nilly, you know, acting poorly, let's say. Yeah, um, yeah. The, 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 the issue with that is are, are you not what is your act? Like, are you, are, you, are you dating somebody your culture legally that your culture would say is inappropriate? Or mm-hmm. are you doing some other thing that, that your culture – it's not forbidden, but it's frowned upon, right? Right. Well, the question is, how are you treating the people in the culture you're in? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in, according to their needs, and are, and are they real people to you? You know? Right. Uh, or, or are they just this sort of backdrop to your adventure? You right. Know? Exactly. It's just these characters are, uh, you yeah. know, stand-ins yeah. with bit parts and... Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and a little of, I'm not trying to discourage anybody. I mean, if you're a tourist, you're coming for two weeks or whatever, backdrop away. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, they don't care. They just want your money. It's no problem. But um, it, it's that it's that thing where it's, it's like you're asking the wrong question. Right. You know, and, and, and I quickly realized it was all about how I how I how I engage with people. Mm-hmm. How I how I how I treated people in terms of their needs, right? And and giving you know and giving myself the the leeway. Something else we've lost in our culture to make mistakes, because people here understand that you you make mistakes and you do dumb things, and they're they're much less quick to offend. Uh, mm-hmm. In general, there are exceptions, uh, mm-hmm. but you know they're 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 like, well, this guy's not from around here. He doesn't know any better. He's he's an idiot white guy so <laughs> we'll, cut him, here, some, yeah, we'll, we'll cut him some slack you know <laughs> um and, and and also because i found that people give me a lot of leeway just because i'm willing to crawl into their sandbox and go okay well i'm the idiot here right. i'm going to speak you know i'm not making you speak english i'm going to speak your language badly um mm-hmm. and then give you the chance to, to kind of laugh at me you know Right. Like one of the like one of the things I struggle with on the show, I wouldn't say struggle with, but sometimes you know I'll put stuff in because someone will will say something you know in English that I know Americans will think is hilarious, you know. Right. And and love the subtitles. Yeah, or not? You know, there was like the guy, the guy at the park who's 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 very abashedly trying to get me to bribe him to let it let me in. Uh-huh. But after that, he's my best friend, and he's he's just sort of like, almost like the in the 30s when we when there were racial stereotypes, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know the way he interacted with me, and it was it was actually very funny, mm-hmm. uh, and I left it in because there's nothing it's there's nothing wrong with it. But if I made the show about that, right? Um, like, look at all the look at all the look at all the funny bad English things the locals do. That would be really wrong, right? You know? Uh, it is as an element to the show is just something that, you know, just one of the many things that happens. I, it's to me, it's perfectly fine. You know, it's part of reality, but what I like about doing the show is I'm the dummy. I mean, the, 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 you know, it's like Peter Tork and the monkeys. I'm the dummy, you know? Yeah. I'm the dummy. Um, it, it, but, but that, but it works so well though, because, because, okay, here's, here's what you're, yeah, because here's what you are, um, you become kind of a fixture in, in, in the episodes that I've seen, you know, there are people who recognize you, who remember you from, uh, from, from previous trips and in but, the body but I ones. Yeah. Was, right. And I noticed there was never, uh, the, the, the tourist master servant relationship that, that a lot of people have when they come into areas like that or, or, or go vacation, you know, these people mm-hmm. are at my service, you know, uh, I'm really glad is, you said that. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because that was, I mean, when I first got here and went to Bali, that was the thing that really struck me is you know, in, in, in Ubud, which is a wonderful place. And I don't want to upset anybody that goes there and, and enjoys it, but I'm about to go into that mm-hmm. um, environment for the show. And one of the sort of subtexts of that is exactly what you said. When I first got there, there were so many tourists uh, from the U.S., uh, Europe, some from more privileged Asian cultures, mm-hmm. and it was just the same as L.A. People kind of walking down the street, don't look at me, don't touch me, don't you know? Right, right. And they're kind of bringing that bubble with them, you know. Mm-hmm. And in Bali, that part of Bali those people are attracted to it because they can get a nice villa and they can be peaceful and it's quiet and, Mm -hmm. and, and more power to them, you know, but that's not actually the local culture, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, this really hit me. um, When when I first started expatting there, you know, after I'd stopped being a tourist and, you know, and I was kind of looking at living in Ubud and I went into a coffee shop there and, I was started talking and, it, and I have a loud voice. So, I mean, I'm not, I, I wasn't necessarily in the right here. I'm not trying to say that, but I was just talking to this woman behind the counter in Indonesian. And she was, you could tell she was just delighted that there was somebody, you know, shooting the shit. And then this Australian guy all roided out 
goes, he just goes, mate, could, could you keep it down? Like a lot of us come here just to relax and chill out. <laughs> and you, you gave know, him the same would, look you gave the camel. <laughs> no, I didn't because he was right. You know, because I was kind of being yeah, noisy. Well, you know, I, I, you know, you, part of part of this is you got to kind of consider your own fault. You know, that's another thing I don't like about our culture. It's like, oh, God forbid, we look at ourselves, right? Yeah, but that's kind of a fifty-fifty um, thing. That's the other thing, you know. And yeah. I actually kind of engaged with him a little bit, and yeah. she said, "I'm sorry, I have a really loud voice. Thank you for bringing that up." Mm-hmm. Um, which he hated. You know, he didn't even want to talk to me after right. that. But what was interesting. What what was interesting was that you could see the whole all the people behind the counter just got really sad mm-hmm. as soon as this exchange had happened and you know and I was kind of deflated and I'm sitting there and then somebody whispered on the way to me you know come back tomorrow you know da 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 yeah but, yeah that's great but 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 the the thing is the locals they wanted to shoot this shit mm-hmm. you know they wanted to you know they wanted the kind of goofy Rodney Dangerfield kind of guy mm-hmm. to to start the party but the Bushwood Country Club had taken over what <laughs> you know and 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 it's it's okay i'm not putting down people that that go there and do that but as sort of an outside observer to it the the human the, the, the you know the people there are sort of come in a distant second to bring in your bubble and looking at the nice stuff right. you know and it's exactly what she said that I, I, when I came to Asia, the first thing I decided is this is not going to be master servant at all. I'm going to go in as much as possible and, and be deal with people on their level while understanding that I am not. I mean, by, you know, it, the, 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 the thing I want to avoid is, well, I'm local and the Balinese are my best friends, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm a rich guy coming in from mm-hmm. out of town who doesn't spend that much money because I'm not that rich. Right. right. That's who I am. Right. Right. Um, that's the reality of it. But within that understanding that you're, you're, you're never going to be a local, but what you can be is a, an honest friend and somebody that treats people with respect and doesn't, doesn't sort of play that card, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, then you can have a completely different relationship with, with people, yeah. you know, it has downsides. It does not always, it doesn't always work. You know, I do piss people off from time to time, but in general, you know, it's just like you saw on the show. You go out, here I am, I'm an idiot white guy. What are you going to do with me? And people mostly treat me with generosity and, and yeah. humor, you know, and and that's what the show's kind of about. And through through that, hopefully make some, you know, subtle points about the differences in cultures. I don't want to ram my perspective on down anybody's throat because most of my perspective is just... The world's bigger than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Don't get so caught up in the one way you're looking at it. Right, and exactly. Because you know, here, you know, you, you know, like, you know, you, you, there's, like I said, people in our political divide. You, if I could, if I could be reductive, this is unfair to a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. so just, just to, as a broad stroke, maybe there's some on the right that have that are not as compassionate to these people as they might be right and there might be some on the left who are almost looking at them as is sort of children to be saved you know mm-hmm. and not everybody you know i don't want to i'm just saying you know as, as a sort of caricature there are people like that yeah um the people when you when you get down to dealing with people they're people like everybody else that so they got things that they care about the stuff that you believe this the way your relationship to 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 people that are underprivileged or from other cultures or whatever that's really about you yeah <laughs> you know that's your deal you it, know, it is it, and and you know yeah. you go you go to countries with the mindset that you're going to to Disneyland uh, you know <laughs> these these are different flavors I'm experiencing so so yeah. Jamaica is a great example of that and and I'll be brief about it but you know it it's like walking around the neighborhoods and getting to know the locals in Jamaica or staying on the resort the whole time because it's safer, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and you're really not getting a grasp of, 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 of the whole, you know, every life, you know, and, and the personalities and the people mm-hmm. and how they live day to day and understanding, yeah. wow, you know, they're just like us. And, and it's yeah. not, I'm not saying that in, in sort of a politician, you know, uh, you know, Sort of, no, it's, sort of way. It, it's it's just like 
we're all humans, you know, and and we yeah. all have different lives, and, and and we operate and differently. Good good people, bad people, you know, no matter where you go. But but it's uh, yeah. what what you really what you really highlighted on this show is just the um the goodness, and your edits are just like spot on. Oh, <laughs> I have to you. say for comedic effect, you know, I, I was a big fan of the Gods Must Be Crazy when it came out, you know. Oh, just that's a great they movie. Lit that up, yeah. And he, yeah. even number two, you know, Electric Boogaloo, I think it was. They uh, they did the same thing where where it was just these these perfectly timed edits. But but what you do is you capture this uh, the, the the sense of wonder. They see the camera and they're like, yeah. "Wow, this is this is their little uh, portal to the rest of the world." And yeah, in a part of it, you know. Well, yeah, I especially got that in the Philippines. I mean, I was so. Uh, excited to do the show there. That was one of the big reasons I did it because nobody mm -hmm. goes there no. uh, unless they're, I mean, perverts, priests, and business. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Cut. No, or I'm Navy. Kidding. Sorry, sorry, Filipino. I'm going to put a commercial right there. Yeah, but, uh... no, 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 that was that was more reductive than I want to be. But, no, I, but I it's not I totally a it's know. not a big tourist place, and it does tend to attract a lot of people that go there for sex. People yeah. go there for to proselytize. Yeah, I was in Subic uh, and, Bay and uh, in Olongapo, and then yeah. I went up oh, to yeah. Manila, and it was a totally different story. And yeah, and uh, but uh, man, some, and for some, business, I wanted to get that in. It's the the, the, the yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you're, you're right. But get, yeah, finish your point though. But I, yeah, I, I totally see where you're coming from with the. Philippines. Well, it's not a tourist country, is what I'm getting mm -hmm. at. You know, and 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 the 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 people that go there either go there for a very specific set of, well, they go there for a very specific set of reasons, usually. Mm -hmm. So you don't have the thing you have in Bali and to a lesser extent here in Simbreep, where I am right now, where there's sort of a built-in, okay, the, there's tourists coming in and, and we have an interface for that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's a, the Philippines is just kind of like, you're here. Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. Wait. Wow. <laughs> yeah, is, is, this, is this a you know? Is, is it, you're stopping here to move on to? Yeah, uh, it, it 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 and then once people realize you're just here because you want to be there, they're like, oh my god, really? Right. Well, <laughs> sit right down here. Well, let's eat. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It, 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 and so it's it was it's such it was such a great place to shine the light on because the country mm -hmm. has such a bad reputation between right. the government there now, right? You right. know, and what I referred to earlier, you know, it's it, it even even other countries in Asia kind of look down on it. And I remember when I talking to some guy in the Bal in Bali about all the places he's been, and I mentioned I was in the Philippines. He goes, "I won't go there. That place scares the crap." <laughs> um, but for me, it was my the first place I fell in love with. So it's kind of like yeah. you, you grew up in the projects. You can you can go anywhere, but you can always go back to the projects. You know, right. not to put the Philippines down. No, Again, no. I'm being I'm being more reductive than I want to be. It's actually a wonderful country. Oh, um, just the, the 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 entertainment, and the people, and the the loads of uh, musical talent over there. It's the ridiculous. people, the the the, the, yeah. the Filipino people. Um, I, I, I just, they're my favorite people in the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the culture is nuts basically yeah. on, on some very basic level. I mean, but in a beautiful way, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it is a little bit like upside down world. And if you, you first interact with the Philippines, you could be like, what just hit me? You know, <laughs> this, this place, this place is just, I got to go crawl in a hole for a while because yeah. this, this is nuts. Yeah. Um, this but is an infinite once celebration. You, I, 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 I have a hard time staying there for a long time. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough place to live mm -hmm. in a lot of, it, 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 I don't think the locals would disagree, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of time spent by Filipinos trying to leave the Philippines. Right. Right. Um, but it is it is never boring there, uh, at least for me. I'm sure there's a lot of local people that get bored, but there's just so much energy. The, and, the level know, of and, action, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's un it's almost overwhelming when you first get there. You're just yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a bazaar there, right? in, a, in Casablanca where they just show they they throw in all the extras they could throw in and and yep. uh, and make this busy you know this this busy uh, you know landscape you have cars everywhere yeah. these rickshaw motorcycle cars yeah and yeah muffler yeah. burns Genius. and everything fine yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah you know it, it's it's a it's a it's 
I had things to say, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's great. You painted a beautiful picture of it, and it's very accurate. You know, take it from me. I mean, I didn't spend as much time as you did over there. Uh, it was just a matter yeah, of I weeks. probably spent more than a enough. year in the Philippines now, yeah, actually, as I think about it. Um, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it's, 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 it, was, it was just cool to go somewhere where there weren't really any tourists and there was an extra level of sort of shock that you were, you were, you were going there. And, and also, you know, in the Philippines, I took a lot of chances uh, because that's not the safest country in the world. And I would just kind of, you know, you, there's the episode six under the bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, I basically walked into a squatter community. Oh, geez. And, and a lot of the people were just like, their eyes were just popping out, you know, like, <laughs> what is this guy doing here? You know, <laughs> and, um, and, so, and my local friends were just like, you went where, you know, yeah. but it, but the thing is, it wasn't quite as dangerous as it appeared to be. Um, first of all, cause it was broad daylight. I mean, if it had been nighttime, I probably would have been in a lot of trouble. And there's a later episode where, that takes place entirely at night where you do actually see me kind of have a freak out because yeah. I have to, I have to, I have, I had my laptop took a dump and, and I, I had a very limited amount of time to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And I had to continually walk through the same bad neighborhood, like four or five times in the course of an evening with my laptop on my, you know, with, with a lot of money in my laptop on my person. So if anything had happened to me, I, I, I had to, you know, I would have been toast. Oh um, man. But, oh man. But, but in general, you know, you're actually in more danger in the tourist places because these people don't even have time to react. They're just like, why is this guy here? They're not, they're not sitting there waiting to stab you. Right, I'm sure. I'm sure the majority of them were just stunned that this guy is just kind of, uh, yeah, you know, making his way through the area there. What'd well, I think a lot of it is is people just look at me and go, "This guy can't possibly be this stupid." <laughs> uh, so th there's a lot of like because people don't know what to make of me, right? Um, they, they, and because I can speak a little of the local language, I think even when I meet kind of bad people, they kind of go, "We better leave this guy alone." Yeah, because he's sort of an an X factor. He's just trying. <laughs> we, don't, he's we trying. don't know what his deal is. We can't classify <laughs> him. Uh, so he might know somebody important. Let's not kill him. Um, so I, I, I do think once or twice that saved me, you know, but, but yeah. mostly I feel less safe in the States to be mm -hmm. honest, you know, cause you have a, you have a heavily armed country. You have a lot of people that are just really wound up and everybody is, is just a very, rigid sense of their personal space, which manifests, you know, again, differently across the political spectrum. But in general, you gotta kind of got to watch your step every yeah, minute I mean, in our culture. Yeah, fight or flight, you know, I mean, there are situations where you're, where you're thinking uh, on both sides. You know, they, they label a certain look or they label a certain uh, uh, swagger or whatever. Yeah, and then you you know you'll walk by someone and immediately assume, hey, this guy's gonna crack me in the head with a board or something. Yeah, and and uh, and you do, and that, again, that's this is where the anxiety comes from, and and uh, I think it's uh, it's something we can completely avoid or mostly avoid uh, by mm -hmm. by adopting these these uh, like you said that you know these kind of communal practices where where you have these yeah. families and and friends together for generations and. Uh, you know, you see it in the old neighborhoods on the East Coast too. I, you know, I was born in New York, and yeah, um, you see it in the old neighborhoods like that too. But you know, and you go you go over three blocks, and it's completely different. But uh, the, the hard thing about that, and you see it over here, and this is the this is the question I can't answer. You know, um, it, that tends to follow economic privilege. Mm -hmm. um, a, a guy I know in Indonesia said something that really dovetailed with my own observation. He said, poor people stick together. And then when, when they get, people get money that sort of dissolves. Mm -hmm. So, so that the tough thing about this, and I, I don't have an answer to it. Uh, but once you get some money, you start to have the ability to arrange your life the way you want. And once right. you get enough money, you can start to arrange other people's lives the way you want. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then you get to the, the situation we're seeing now where you have some people have so much money that they're, they're starting to manipulate the whole world. 
you know? Right. Good and, point. You know, I, I didn't really think of it that way. I'm, I'm kind of the, you know, the, the, uh, the libertarian, uh, yeah centrist guy with you know with a, a liberal's heart and uh you know i get i have that con, you know fiscal conservative uh sensibility to keep myself uh you know alive mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh no you're exactly right and that, and that's what happens it tends to happen and, and very rarely yeah. will you see people uh actually use their quote-unquote powers for good you know yeah uh, they, they they there's this sense of detachment uh it can be lonely, you know, for them, but I don't, I don't, that, that, that's no excuse, you know? Well, you know, what's funny is there used to be, we've lost a lot of, you know, very good cultural benchmarks that used to keep us kind of between the rails. Mm-hmm. Like when I was, when I was a kid and I was raised in a very liberal time by sort of broad-minded parents, I wouldn't call them liberal. They were sort of liberals that turned conservative a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I got exposed to both ideas, you know, and, but, but there was, there there were things that were nonpartisan. We had the idea of of fairness, right? You know, giving Mm -hmm. the devil is due, like let, let, you know, giving somebody credit for making a point that you didn't like, you know, right. Or, 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 uh, um, Sorry, I'm blanking on what I wanted to say, uh, but there there was an idea that you 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 had responsibilities to your mm-hmm. culture, right? You know, we 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 did we didn't you know we didn't say we didn't think of personal freedom solely as I get to do whatever I want. Right. And any anything that I'm being asked to do for anybody else is an infringement on my rights. Right. Right. And going back to the 19th century, we had a similar situation where a a lot of the wealth was very concentrated Mm -hmm. um, and even going back before then. And there were a lot of abuses at that time. And I don't mean to belittle them, but Mm -hmm. there was something called noblesse oblige. Mm -hmm which was an understanding that if you have a lot of money, then you have a responsibility to uplift your society in some way. Now, people did it in ways that were convenient to them. Like the, you know, some of the robber barons in the, in the late mm-hmm. 19th century were pretty horrible, but they also built a lot of libraries and, and made great uh, contributions to the development of our country. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this whole thing of wealth concentrating and everything that's always been a deal, you know, that's always been an issue. Uh, but culturally the idea that the whole greed is good thing, you know, yeah, that's, you know, that's come up from time to time in our culture and in other cultures, it doesn't end well it be, mm-hmm. be, because there has to be a give and take in society. I mean, that's the point of the whole deal, you know, the, the, that you see here in these, these cultures, people understand you don't get everything you want. Uh, you have to deal with other people at all times. And so you, you just have to make the necessary compromises to live. Right. Keep the wheels rolling, you know, and, and, right. uh, and, and, and you're exactly right. I mean, you're exactly right. Yeah. You, and you when you nobody get more wants money, to be can... forced to, to, to do anything. Yeah. And I think that's, that's where we take this immature nine-year-old, uh, stubborn Brad approach to things where, yeah. you know, I'll do it. But don't tell me, right. don't tell me to do it. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's kind of the wrong way of thinking, you know? Well, that's the thing about what that comes with economic privilege that I've seen is the more that you have, you're, you're able to get your own way. Um, the more you detach from other people, because interacting with other people is scary for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, it, and, and it, some more than others for sure. Uh, but if you don't have to, and you can kind of buy your way into a situation that's comfortable for you, that in its own way becomes its kind of drug. And taken, taken too far, we, you know, and social media helps with this too, you know, where mm-hmm. we're, we're interacting with people, but we're alone in our room typing, you know? Right. Um, and we're, we're dealing with them kind of on the level that we want to deal with them. You know, if someone pisses us off, you say, screw you, I'm unfriending you or whatever, right. or I'm ghosting you for a month. You know, again, <laughs> sometimes it's totally appropriate, but taking things on a, a sort of a meta level 
um, people, people are no longer having to deal with one another. Mm -hmm. When you're poor, you don't have that luxury. And a lot of things suck. I mean, you know, these people know that their lives suck. You know, I don't want to gloss this over. I mean, you know, people people are fully aware, uh, you know, that other people live better than them. But there there isn't as much jealousy as you would expect. No, in the they, midst of all that, right? Yeah. You see yeah. the smiles. You see the, the the reaching out, the generosity, the selflessness. And, and uh, yeah. you know, that that's just beautiful. And I think, uh, yeah. you know, going back to your show, which which you were pretty much talking about, uh, yeah. That, I always say a, everyone's huge... lives suck. Again, I you know not everybody's lives suck, but no, I'm just right. saying when people but... when people are sleeping in a damp room and there's no aircon and it's really hot, they know it. Yeah, they're not magically immune to it because they live here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Not everyone's happy all it, the time they're... anywhere. No. So so uh, yeah, but but the beauty of your show, I think, is the fact that uh, you're highlighting this, and it, it's kind of a lesson to the West. In in my opinion, it's kind of a lesson to 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 a lot of people who who uh, who have forgotten that or have never experienced it in their lives to say, oh my gosh, like the thing, uh, the, the thing that they have that they, that we don't have, and and I don't you know, I don't know if they value it as much as mm-hmm. they they could because again it's part of their daily life. They have each other. I yeah. walk down the street, kids are playing together, kids are flying kites together. Uh, men are on the uh, literally sitting on the corner of the street playing chess. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are sitting around drinking, hanging out. That's a thing everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And you think about how rare that is in the U.S. Where people, you know, you, maybe you throw a party once a month and you get all your friends to show up, but people don't. You know, we we don't live that way. We go to work, we come home, we've got our family situation. Maybe we got, you know, maybe if we're a little social, we go to a bar or something like that. But we don't just go out, hey, Henry, hey, Sam, oh, let's sit down and have a drink. Okay. You right. Know? It takes a but lot to get people out nowadays. And if it's something. People do that here all the time. Yeah. They got and, nothing, and outdoors they, they don't have all the something time. to do. Again, back to Sorry, our childhood, you know. Same, yeah. same sort yeah. of thing. We go out until my dad, you know, whistles and we can hear him from a mile away and it's time to come home. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, you see people getting out, but it's this sort of meetup thing or, hey, I'm doing a 5K or, hey, um, yeah. you know, some sort of cleanup type thing. But but then they go back yeah. to their little caves, you know, and they freeze up and uh, and then uh, get back on social media and talk about what a great person they are. <laughs> And some yeah. of them are. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, and not to get too judgmental here. No, I no. mean, the, the thing that's the thing that's really difficult for us to understand, you know, when you know, we we talk a lot about media manipulation. Yeah. Like, well, you know, you're 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 just being manipulated. You know, you're just brainwashed by the liberal media, or you're just you're just you know Putin's brainwashing you, or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. that can be totally true. Right. So what? <laughs> you right. Know? So and now what? I mean, because because the the you 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 have to acknowledge that possibility in yourself mm-hmm. if you're going to point the finger at other people. Right. And and at that point, then you can have a conversation. But as long as you keep throwing up these roadblocks, you know, everyone else is being manipulated by me, but me. Well, guess yeah. what? Whatever culture you grew up in, whatever religion you grew up in, whatever state you grew up in, you are a product of that environment. Even if you're reacting against it, you there are things in your DNA you don't even realize that are part of that, that you think is just part of the air. You think everybody's like that. It ain't that way. Right. And, and I see this every time I go back and forth from the Philippines to Indonesia to very similar countries geographically, radically different cultures. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Well, it ain't the air, it ain't the water, it ain't the weather. It's who conquered them 500 years ago, right? You know, and and what what happened since then? You know, and and same's true in our country. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's it's not you know it, it it's not me wagging my finger at everybody going you know how horrible our culture is. We can't help it, but what we can do is is stop thinking about it like this is the way it is, this is the way it's always going to be, and there's no other way it can be, there's no other possibilities, which is kind of where we've wound up culturally. Right. And you our know, tendency toward of, the lowest common denominator, you know. And, yeah, or, 
Yeah, they, we 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 no longer. I mean, we we we're so stuck on on our religious and political prerogatives. We don't cherish new ideas, a new way of thinking. We don't. We we don't. We we every problem can't be solved because we we can only look at this range of options. Right. And if you think about it, that's crazy. You know. Can we get back know, not, to that? You know. I mean, can we get back to that? And what what I can I give? You know. I, unfortunately, uh, you know, I don't see a very good future for the mm -hmm. states. I hope I'm wrong, mm -hmm. um, but there's been too. a gr there's been a great there's been a lot of attention paid. Look how terrible the politicians are. Look how terrible the media are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, granted, okay, but who who's that? Who's not part of that equation? Mm -hmm. Us. You know, we, we we're like, we're we're so busy looking at. Oh, you know, that guy over there's a jerk or he's he he's a crazy liberal or he's a Trump mm -hmm. supporter or she's a Trump supporter or whatever. And it some of that is richly deserved. But in general, uh the the what I've been watching happening for my entire adult life is people no longer want to consider the their own part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, even people that are, 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 are I, to use an overused term, woke, uh, you know, I, I don't yeah. and I don't mean that in a derogatory way because <laughs> I have a lot, you know, I have a lot of respect for that concept, actually, mm -hmm. because of the things I've experienced. But even then, there's a certain level of self-convenience to the left things you want to be woke to. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, which I see here in Cambodia a lot, actually, because there's so many NGOs coming in here. Um, there, there's a point where you, you, you have to go, I, I'm, I'm a part of the problem and that's okay because it allows me to forgive this next guy over here. Who's also part of the problem and, and start a conversation. Right. Great point. Yeah. But the problem is we are still wound up now. To the and there are forces that are keeping us wound up for their own reasons, in my opinion, you mm -hmm. know, and a lot of people see that, but again, they cast it in terms of but it's that side that's doing it, it's that side that's doing it, yeah, maybe, but who who brought that concept into our culture, you know right um, we've bought into that to such a degree that we're no we can no longer talk about things. Uh, you know, just you, you you don't have to agree with somebody. You can even think somebody's a pig, right? right. But they do have a point of view mm -hmm. uh, that is relevant to their experience, right? Which you don't have. Comes from and, somewhere. And, yeah, and and that's the part of it that 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 we've lost. You know, the idea that that you don't have to agree with somebody. You don't even have to like them. But you right. do have to breathe the same air into you. Are they are part of the country? They have a set of needs that that are not necessarily germane to you. Mm -hmm. And the and um, you know I keep quoting John Boner or is it John mm -hmm. Boehner? I can't remember whatever his name is. But he was, <laughs> Boehner. Boehner. Yeah, he was, a Repu was a Republican Speaker of the House, I think. And yeah, he's he, gone now. Yeah, in, in, in selling pot now, I hear, which is is he really probably. I think it's awesome. If it's <laughs> I true. think he's selling VCRs uh, in Texas. But but he said something like, "What's it going to take for people to realize that they're Americans first, and not Republicans or Democrats?" And he just said, "A cataclysmic event." Mm -hmm. And I, I'm afraid that might be the case because, as serious as the problems that we have are, uh, there are bigger problems. Mm -hmm. And if you're if you're in a poor country where your survival every day is not guaranteed, uh, you do not have the luxury of ignoring some of these greater realities. Right. I mean, and there are a lot of struggling people in the States, actually. It, 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 and it, life is not great for us, but we do have options that these folks don't have. Right, exactly. And one of them is sort of the option to check into our own reality, you know, which doesn't help us solve problems. You know, mm -hmm. anytime you buy into a situation where, okay, I'm only going to look at things a certain way. Well, you, like I said before, you've kind of foreclosed all these other ways of solving something. So I don't know how we get past that because we don't even realize culturally what we've lost. The, not just the sense of community that we've talked about, mm -hmm. but the overarching idea that fairness 
or, or hearing somebody out is 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 a valuable thing to have. It's what keeps things going. We we talk about how horrible politics are, mm-hmm. but politics, the definition of it is how do you get along with other people with differing sets of needs? Right. You know, you you it's it's by definition a compromise thing. So I worry very much that we've 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 lost a sense of what what holds a society together. And the people that are taking advantage of that, that will may inherit the situation, are do not wish us well, you know. And, right. and so, it, so I, you know, they, or, or at least let's put it in a more charitable way. They may not be that good at running the world when they get it, mm-hmm. because they themselves have lost this idea too. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's, you know, uh, it's 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 rampant. It's it's kind of a. Uh... You know, you see it at every level uh, in government, especially, you know, just, you know, down to the local level. I, I just opened up a distillery in in, uh, in El Centro, California. It's out mm-hmm. in the agricultural region out there. Yeah. And everyone, everyone just seems to get along out there. It's really great. Mm-hmm. And and the, the local government there is you go in and say hi and talk for a half an hour or something like mm-hmm. that. And, mm-hmm. and to me, I'm like, man, I wish we could at least just get back to that. But we'll see. I, I, you know? It's going to be very difficult because, yeah. and this is a good place to wrap it up, the change doesn't happen. We keep we keep looking at all these outside forces like, oh, my God, the media. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, okay, but you're buying mm-hmm. into that. Right. You're buying into the idea that you can have everything your own way. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, that that's my, you, you know, you, that, that's my the beginning and end of my political soapbox. Is that was a beautiful I, one, but but it's 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 you know it's it you know like I said you know I I I got my political preferences. Don't get me wrong, I'm not like one of these down the middle kind of guys. Yeah. But at it, at the base of it, you've got you've got to understand that you don't live in you don't control the world. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you want power, it, it's you you can't just hold up a sign. You can't just you know, complain about things. You got to do the work because the yeah. people that are manipulating you did, right? Mm-hmm. So they 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 sort of earned earned it. You know, a way, lot of homework know? in the background. You know, this the, where we got this has been going on long enough that I've been spotting it for my whole most of my adult life. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I couldn't deal with sitting around arguing with it. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, but this is not an outside phenomenon. You're a part of it, and and you know, and, and but at the same time, we also just have to live our lives. We can't control the world. We're just are where we're at. But I think what every person can do is just get over the idea that their way of looking at things mm-hmm. is the beginning and ending of everything. Right. Um, and and that is is this to me that's the one thing that every you know I, you know when I look at people on their feeds you know I'll engage with people sometimes and that's it's usually not because I disagree with their viewpoint. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's because I disagree with the way that they're just approaching the whole thing. Right. It's like this is the way it is, and conveniently that's my <laughs> point of view. And you know, and I and anything else that that might in, in, you know infringe on that is bad. Yeah. And I'm like that's crazy. I might agree with you. Some mm-hmm. people at times I do agree with people, and I'm like, my issue isn't what you what you what you're saying. It's the the argument you're using is so stupid. You're invalidating something that's important to me, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you, even, the, do you even hear yourself? You know. But that's the that's the thing. As long as we're shutting ourselves off from the things that can challenge us, mm-hmm. um, right, left, middle, whatever, you you you're just going to keep going in that bubble. They're just going to keep going in that bubble nothing gets fixed. So, so to me, that's where it starts is you, you have to get over the idea that you're always right. Exactly. People think I think that about myself, but I I actually spend a lot of time trying to prove myself wrong. (laughs) That's that's actually pretty healthy. You you know, (laughs) anyway, so watch my show. Adam walks around. Thank you so much. There you go. Say it again. Adam walks around on there. YouTube. Also, you have a kind of an accompanying uh, blog with "I Just Disappear," right? Yeah, I haven't updated it that much lately. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of content on it, and it's I am great content. It's really good. Thank you. 
I yeah. haven't abandoned it or anything. It's just it, it lets people read it than watch the show. So I, I put more effort into the show. But it's called I Just Disappear. It's mostly about the expat experience and about music. Great. And yeah, you know, so Adam walks around and I just disappear, you know, check out Adam's work. You know, he, I mean, he's, he's just done so much, uh, from, from his days with cockeyed ghost and the chaos band to working with, uh, you know, what Edie Sands and, and, and Teresa Cowles and, and, uh, the Standells and, you know, gosh, I'm not going to brag, you know, for you or anything, but they could just check, they could just look you up and, and, uh, and, and just take a look at the work and listen to some of these songs, man. They're, they're, they're great. I, I like the different phases you went through, you know, it, it, and I don't know if that's part of growing or what, but it, but it's, it's really beautiful, man. I'm really glad. I'm easily to... bored. <laughs> <laughs> that's it right there. There's a Except secret. Except apparently with the sound of my own voice since we've been going on for an hour. <laughs> I love every minute involves, of it, I just Adam. don't get to speak that much English. I'm sorry. That's No, it's great. You're getting the verbal diarrhea here, everybody. No, it's great. It was, it was wonderful, man. Thank you so much. Adam Marsland. Thanks, Adam. everyone. We'll see you next time.